that kind of way. But Sunny again, Las Vegas, Nevada. America's entertainment capital. Steve Sanchez, conservative talk show host. Well, I've been waiting for this night to come. Get up. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. Steve Sanchez, 101.5 FM, 7.20 AM, KDON, the talk of Las Vegas, Friday edition of the show, glad to be with you. I say this every week, I just, it's Friday again. Don't get me wrong, I love the weekends, but just the days fly by, which means we're this much closer to the biggest election, really, in my lifetime at least, I think in most people's lifetime. Because this election is going to come down to two very different visions for America. One, America the beautiful, America the land of opportunity, America free for all, First Amendment, Second Amendment, America, America that honors the flag, America that honors unity, civil liberties, the Bill of Rights, and The other side of the coin is America that has always gotten it wrong. America that needs to be rebranded, more socialist. An America that doesn't need borders, doesn't need walls. An America that gives health care for all, including illegal aliens. An America that continues to make sure that Whitey understands that they're racist And systemic racism is the biggest challenge of our lifetime. Those are the two choices. That's it. And this is why the left, the mainstream media, are flipping out over the Republican National Convention, which was quite uh, a a huge success. And you can't deny that. We're going to talk a lot about that in hour two. But I think anybody that has eyes, anybody that has ears, anybody that's intellectually honest absolutely would have to agree that what you saw this week with the Republicans was completely different, complete contrast to what you witnessed the week before with the Democrats. Which leads me to Jacob Blake. Because Jacob Blake has been elevated to hero status. Jacob Blake is the new hashtag. Jacob Blake no longer is being handcuffed to a hospital bed because the warrant has been vacated. Yeah, he was wanted for some crimes. He's a criminal. Sexual assault, rape of a 14-year-old, by the way, back in the day, and you know had a restraining order on him, was at his girlfriend's house and was not supposed to be there. Thus, she called the police. And, well, we know the rest is history. And now, now, he's no longer handcuffed to the bed. The warrants are vacated, even though they're saying charges are still technically pending. You and I both know these charges are going to be dropped because 29-year-old Jacob Blake is innocent. He did nothing wrong. He's just a black man minding his own business in Kenosha. And these police, these evil police, they wake up every morning, they have coffee and donuts, and they sit around saying, what black man 
unarmed can we kill today? Well, that's the narrative that's being sold to us, right? I mean, am I, am I wrong? Am I, am I saying something out of turn? Because that's the narrative that's being sold to us because Jacob Blake is a criminal. Jacob Blake was not an angel with a halo. Jacob Blake was breaking the wall, the law. Jacob Blake was resisting arrest. Jacob Blake had a weapon. Jacob Blake scuffled with police. Jacob Blake was tasered. Jacob Blake walked away from police, tried to get in his vehicle to get a weapon, and he was shot. Why does the left insist on glorifying thugs and criminals? I'm just curious, out of curiosity. I mean, I was hoping someone could explain this to me. Why does the left make it their mission from God? Because that's what they say. They're on a mission from God. That's at least what they say. That's what they try to, you know, insinuate. Why do they always glorify thugs and criminals? Why? It's, it's concerning to me. It's confusing to me. So we've got Jacob Blake elevated to this status of sainthood. Cops are now downgraded, worse than they were before. They're all horrible. They're all pigs. Fry them up. Eat them in the, uh, you know, fry them up like bacon. They're the worst people to walk the earth. That's what we're being sold. That's the bill of goods. That's why there's the defunding and dismantling of the police narrative that's being pushed everywhere we go. So my question is, and especially to many of you liberals, Democrats, listen to the show. Instead of calling me and trying to tell me how bad Trump is, do you think you can explain to me of why Jacob Blake is so good and deserves this sainthood that he's being elevated to? Unarmed black man that didn't do anything. That I, I'm curious. I, I need some legitimate, logical explanation as to why this is. I don't think anybody's going to be able to do that. I hope somebody could. I'd really love to hear from you, but yeah, most people just aren't going to do that because you don't know yourself. You're just going along with all the social trend. Hashtag this, hashtag that. Let's black out our Instagram. Let's black out our social media profiles. Let's listen to LeBron James. That's okay. These people know they're champions of social justice reform because they're so oppressed. But in the meantime, Kyle Rittenhouse is being charged with felonies for murder. Even though I think we all can agree, at least common sense, smart people agree, that he was acting in self-defense. Thank God he has an attorney that has had his extradition delayed to look at charges again, to, to see exactly what the hell happened. It's odd to me. Now, many are going to say, well, he was out there with an AR-15. He had no business being out there. Look, I could give you that. Okay, look, we've had that argument. We debate, debated that and argued, uh, argued that the other day. I understand that. I get that. Okay. But does that change the fact that a Glock was pulled on him? Does that change the fact that he was getting the hell beat out of him by a skateboard and then he shot his AR and blew off part of an arm? of Gage Grosskreutz, sounds like a hail Hitler to me, who basically now is on record saying that he regrets not killing the kid. That's allowed? I mean, I know freedom of speech, First Amendment, you get to say pretty much anything you want today, unless you're a conservative, then you've got to be careful. 
But why is Kyle Rittenhouse being treated like a domestic terrorist and Jacob Blake has been elevated to sainthood even though it's conclusive that not only was he resisting, he didn't comply, he had a weapon, he was tased, he was trying to flee, he was trying to grab a weapon and cops shot him. Justified. Pretty easy. Are we in a freaking Mayberry court? I mean, do we got Barney Fife handling this thing? I mean, it's pretty clear cut, in my opinion. What else do we need to find? Is it because he's a black man? I, I have to ask you. Friends, I've got a lot of black conservatives that listen to this show. I need your help right now. Is it because he's black? And I know the black conservatives. And notice I don't say African-Americans because most of my friends that are black say stop disparaging us saying African-American. We're not from Africa. We're Americans that happen to be black. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know, we like to be politically African-American. You know, you're an African-American. and we got, What? This is nuts. Just like the word Latino. Steve, you're a Latino. You're a Latino brother, Steve. God bless you for representing the Latino culture. I'm not a Latino. I'm Hispanic, if that's what you want to say. But the truth of the matter is, <laughs> I'm an American. I was born in America. And, yeah, Spanish, and I have all kinds of different, you know. But, but stop already with this political correct craziness. But I guess right now, with this fake systemic racism that continues to keep going on and on and on, that this is the narrative. Anytime a black unarmed man is shot by police for breaking the law, he's not guilty. I just wonder if that applies to white men, brown men, Asian men, Muslim men, Italian Irish, every color in the crayon box, men. Because this is getting out of control. Just like a black man who has now allegedly felt compelled to stab a white man at random after watching videos of the police shootings online. Yeah, this happened in Georgia. Okay, Columbus, Georgia, on Wednesday. A black man who was arrested said he felt compelled to stab a white man randomly because he was watching the police shootings online about Jacob Blake. His name is Javon Hatchet 19. Walked into AutoZone just this past Tuesday morning and proceeded to stab a white employee in the neck and torso seven times. I'm just curious why we haven't heard this on the mainstream media. I'm just out of craps and giggles. I just thought I'd ask that. I'm just wondering why we're not hearing about this story. I'm just curious. Just curious. Is it because they don't want a race war that they've already started? I mean, seriously, the mainstream media is the one that's promoted and put all the propaganda on all this crap. Why aren't we telling the truth? Why aren't we sharing the stories? Why aren't we basically saying we've got problems here and it's not skin color, it's sin, baby. It's not skin, it's sin. It's basically, and I heard someone say this the other day to me, Steve, we are in a freaking war. We're in a war now. I believe we're probably in a war. It's a different kind of war. I believe we're in a war. And I believe the New World Order, the mainstream media, 
All the globalists, the deep staters, the, the, the race dividers want this war. They want us to beat the hell out of each other. I believe that. Because it's really good versus evil, or really, God versus devil. That's how I see it. Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. But I'm going to open up the phone lines, and I'm going to allow you to weigh in on the program. Phone lines are now open. 702-257-5396. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. Friends, pretty much I'm just putting it out there to you. Make sense of this for me. Are we in a war? Are we really now in a war and nobody wants to say we're in a war? I think so, because based on what I saw from friends telling me after the RNC convention at the White House, there was some crap that went down. We are really, really in a war. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back. program steve sanchez friday edition of the show glad to be with you 702-257-5396 if you're just joining us we're talking about this fixation that the left has elevating thugs and criminals to sainthood while ignoring others that well shouldn't be ignored in my opinion Now, we're talking about Jacob Blake, because Jacob Blake, the Kenosha man who was shot, I think, seven times by a cop just on Sunday for breaking the law, has been, well, his warrants have been vacated. He's no longer being handcuffed to his hospital bed. And I'm wondering why that is. Is it because now he is the new George Floyd? But the problem is this. George Floyd didn't have a weapon. George Floyd may have been high on fentanyl to the point of death, but didn't have a weapon. And Jacob Blake did. We know the story. We don't have to keep regurgitating it over and over. So why does the left want to elevate criminals that do wrong and give them a free pass But yet someone like, well, Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old, who I think anybody with common sense knows he was defending himself, is treated like a domestic terrorist. I'm just curious. Why isn't the mainstream media covering the, well, knifing just on Tuesday regarding Javit, excuse me, Javon Hatchett? went into AutoZone Tuesday morning, proceeded to stab a white employee in the neck and torso seven times, and basically said after he was arrested, he felt compelled to stab a white man at random after watching videos of police shootings online. And then we have Michelle Obama making things worse, saying, you know, systemic racism is coming from the White House. 
She goes on to say, like the damn fool she is, that white America views black women like her as invisible. I challenge you, Michelle, to ask Oprah Winfrey if white America treated her like she's invisible. She's a billionaire. And you know what made her a billionaire? White suburban housewives iron husband shirts on an afternoon watching Oprah Winfrey show. Let's just be honest here. This is nuts. So someone the other day told me, Steve, we're in a war. We're, we're in a very, someone very prominent. We're in a war, Steve. We're in a war. They just won't tell us we're in a war. And we're like political chess pieces. And I really feel that that's what's going on because when we come back from the small break, we're going to talk about what happened with Rand Paul and so many others. Even our own chairman, Michael J. McDonald, chairman of the Republican Party state in Nevada. He can attest to this. Flying back on a plane from D.C. right now to Las Vegas. Regarding the peaceful protesters outside of the White House. Yeah, it seems like we're in a war. I mean, come on. Are you really comfortable wearing your MAGA hat outside? Are you really comfortable putting a Trump bumper sticker on your vehicle? Are you really comfortable putting a Trump pence sign on your front yard? Of course you're not. And it has no, uh, no, 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 nothing to do with you not being bold. It's you're afraid that you don't want a pipe bomb going through your window. You don't want to wake up with spray paint on your garage. You don't want to wake up with broken windows on your cars. Hell, you don't want to wake up to a problem when your wife is leaving on her way to work and she'll be harassed. Because now protesters are starting to go into residential neighborhoods. Are we in a war? I mean, really, are we in a war that really no one wants to say, yeah, we're in a war? Because it sure as hell seems like it to me. I don't know what else to say. But I'll tell you this, the American people, they're getting fed up. I'll tell you, the American people are not going to be pushed around for long. The American people are not going to be spat on, hit, beaten up, abused for long. And I think that's what we're seeing come down the pike right now in America. 702-257-5396. On return, it's back to the calls. Don't go away. Friday edition of the show. Glad to be hanging out with you tonight. 702-257-5396 is the studio line to call in and weigh in on the conversation. Let's go ahead and get right to our phones now. First up tonight is Tyler. Tyler, welcome to the program. Steve, thanks for having me, man. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you just fine. Thank you. Beautiful. So, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, man. We're at war. The way I figure it, we're about 20 years in. And uh, one of the main common threads that I've been seeing going, like, pretty much through every story uh, basically boils down to a concept called double think. Have you heard of this? No, no, I haven't. 
double think. It's basically where you hold two self-contradicting beliefs at the same time. When you, you say, oh, say, did you say double think or double stink? Uh, yeah, double think. Oh, I thought you said double. I thought you said double stink because when you said that, I thought of someone in my head right away that uh, is in talk radio. Double stink, uh, but uh, but it's, it's, uh, no, sorry, didn't mean to uh, misdirect you. Go ahead. Oh no, it's all good. But uh, no, double think. You hold um, self contradicting beliefs at the same time, and this is accomplished by forgetting whatever it is necessary to forget. Then at the moment it's needed, you drop back into memory to make your point and then promptly to forget it again. And above all, you apply that process to the process itself so you're not even aware of this self-hypnosis you're doing. We should just call it the Joe Biden syndrome. Uh, yeah, pretty much. This was elaborated on, uh, comes out of a book published in 1949. Yeah, no, you know, and double think. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I believe me, and it's really, it's what it is. It's two, it's people speaking out of both sides of their mouth. Joe Biden qualifies for this, Tyler, in in a significant way. Uh, the left does, and and I think you know that. Great call, great comments. I, I, sadly, Tyler, and I appreciate the call. Uh, we're gonna get more of this double think, and you know what? I think we're also gonna get a lot. More- stink because a lot of people have well derangement syndrome why i don't know but they do i don't know i wish i had a cure i guess if i was off the air that'd be the cure but (laughs) yeah and i guess if trump was out of office that would also be a cure but i got news for you i'm not going anywhere and well at least neither is the president for the next four years so let's get right back to our busy calls brent you're next welcome to the program Dave, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good. Hey, so, you know, uh, I just got to say a couple things now. I'll be real short. Um, I enjoy listening to your program. I enjoy listening to uh, conservative talk radio. And uh, I'm necessarily, not necessarily in agreement with everything that's said, but it's great to hear, uh, you know, to hear other views. So I listen to both sides. I try to listen to it all and, and take it yeah. all in. You said of something course. really interesting at the beginning of your, uh, beginning of your program that... Uh, as far as the racial issues we're having, wasn't a skin. Oh, sorry, wasn't a color issue. It's a sin issue. I'm one hundred. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not skin. It's sin. It's that's what it was. Yes, it's not skin. It's sin. I I couldn't be more in agreement with you. You know, this thing that we're going through right now, dude. This is totally spiritual warfare, and it yep. really has nothing. You know, we can and nothing. To, nothing but the last caller. I think he had a great point with the uh, uh, double think. Um, but, you know, it, it sometimes it goes past what we try to intellectualize down in the spirit as something is going on in the spiritual realm. And why is this going on during this president's, this president's term? We haven't had yeah, it's, we, this type of action socially since the 60s. It has not been like this since, you know, since the 60s. Yeah, no, you're, the 60s. you're absolutely correct. Well, you know what I think it is, Brent, and, and maybe you'll agree, is and I know Trump's a flawed person. Look, there's no I, you're not gonna you're not gonna you know have me say different. He's a flawed man. We're all flawed. You know he has his yeah. mistakes and decisions he's made. But you know when you're talking about things from a spiritual sense, and if we look at things from a biblical perspective, um, God used imperfect people throughout the history of mankind. 
And so Trump may not be uh, perfect. Of course, no man is. But it doesn't mean God can't use someone. That's why I've always uh, compared the analogy of Donald Trump with King Cyrus of the Bible. If you read the Old Testament in Isaiah, that's why I always reference Isaiah 45. You know, God used this, this, this leader at the time, very bold, very brash, wasn't really a godly man, but did many things for God in terms of what God wanted at that time. This is what I see happening with Trump. He speaks openly about pro-life, the most pro-life president we've had ever. Uh, you know, he speaks openly about religious freedoms of Christians and others openly. No other president has done that as much as Trump has done. So when you look at those things, you look at honor and patriotism, honoring the vets. These are ideas that I'll say it when no one wants to say it. The devil does not like. Yeah, you're 100% right, and I agree with you, definitely. And, you know, as far as the timing, God's timing is perfect, and this president, Donald Trump, he is in this position right now for a specific purpose. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and, you know, and, and Brent, great great call, and I appreciate it. Thank you for, for weighing in. I'm glad you enjoy the show. Um, you know, there's going to be many that don't agree with me. That's okay. You don't have to agree with me. You know, it doesn't mean we can't get along. Where's this, you know, uh, it, it's funny just because you don't agree. You might be an atheist. You may not even be of my faith and you just don't agree with what I said. That's okay. You don't have to agree with me, but that's my opinion. And I challenge you to try to rip that apart with a better explanation. I don't think you're going to have one. You know, we've been conditioned, or at least many people have been conditioned today in society to believe that there's not a God, and God doesn't exist, and don't bring God into the equation. How can you bring God into the political sphere and, and those things? And, and, and really the people that, that believe that, I can't get so upset with them because some just don't have the knowledge. And, and But I think they're willing and they're open. There are a lot of people that are genuine, genuinely open. To, to understand. And then there's those that are just heathens and their asses. They're just giant horses' asses. And they, they don't uh, agree. They poke fun. And they'll face the throne room of God one day. And that's between them and God. And they don't have to believe it. They can believe that they die. They go to the dirt. Worms eat their eyeballs. God bless you if that's your belief. That's what's wonderful about America. You can believe what you want. If you want to go to Sedona, Arizona and worship a rock, you have the right to do it. However, with that said, it doesn't dismiss that the country, regardless if you like it or not, regardless if you try to rip it apart or not, this country was founded on Christian values, period. When you track those that were pilgrims escaping the old world to the new world, there was a reason for it. You can say these men were flawed. Many were. There's many men that are flawed today, myself included. So that doesn't change the dynamics of what these men did to escape the old world to come to the new world. And Christianity, a belief in God, a reverent fear of God, was absolutely center core in their thinking. This is why Harvard used to be a seminary. They put out more pastors than ever. Do you know that? You can go to Harvard and you can see scripture written on the walls of Harvard, and Ivy is now covering it, but it's still there. I'm telling you, I have been a Bible college teacher. I was asked many years in a row, and I just didn't have the time anymore because of the show and other things that I'm doing, but literally got I got college teacher of the year. I could prove this with Liberty uh, College in Phoenix, Arizona, a Bible college. And I used to teach 
how God and politics do mix. I'm not talking about liberal and conservative, Republican, Democrat. I'm not talking about that because God's neither. He's not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. God's God. But I'm talking about how God is interwoven and politics are interwoven into the center core, which is God. There's so many re, if you go back and you look at history on the birth and how we discuss the, the sayings, the phrases that we have from the moment that we actually, uh, step, uh, put our feet on, onto Plymouth Rock, you cannot argue or deny that God is interwoven. Just because you don't want God to be interwoven doesn't mean God isn't interwoven. It's just the way it is. And you don't have to believe it. And it doesn't matter to me if you do or you don't. But I'm going to say, we're dealing with a spiritual battle. It's good versus evil, because if you're going to tell me that a man, and in this instance a black man, goes into AutoZone because he felt compelled to stab a white man after watching videos of police shootings online, his name is Javon Hatchett, 19 years old. This happened in Columbus, Georgia on Tuesday. Goes into AutoZone, stabs a white employee in the neck and torso seven times. And again, he says he was compelled to stab a white man after watching videos of police shootings. I triple dog dare you and tell me this is not good versus evil. And I'd be saying the same thing if it was a white man that went into the same auto zone and stabbed a black man seven times in the neck. I don't see skin color. You do. So does the mainstream media. Period. But I am not going to pretend for a moment that this black and white thing has gotten out of hand. I think we need Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder to come back together and sing Ebony and Ivory, for God's sakes. I mean, this is insane. And we're screaming and being angry from a Jacob Blake who raped a 14-year-old in his past? Raped a 14-year-old in his past, a criminal, not complying with police, having a weapon, getting tased, still not complying, goes to his driver's side of his vehicle to pull out another weapon, and he gets shot. And this is what the hell we're arguing about? And the left is elevating him to sainthood? But yet, Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old, is being treated as a domestic terrorist for self-defense? Chairman Michael McDonald of the great state of Nevada barely got away with his life after leaving the White House last night. Him and others, because the protests were so outrageous, people getting into their faces, threatening to kill them. My God, Rand Paul has said the same thing. He's calling for the arrests of members of the mob that attacked him and his wife. I mean, have you seen the videos? And you're going to tell me we're not at a war? Someone's behind this. Someone's behind this. Friends, it's good versus evil. God versus devil. That's what we're fighting. It's a spiritual warfare. And your eyes are either going to be open to this or they're going to be close to it. That's up to you. But I'm telling you, we're in right now. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh in on the conversation. This is Steve Sanchez. We'll be right back.
I can tell you this, you're never taking advice from a fool, not when you're hanging out here every single night. I do appreciate you being with me. This half hour being brought to you by my friends over at Real Water. You've heard me speak about Real Water. It's my favorite water. It's my favorite drink. Why? It's good for you. It's good for you. Science proves that. Because real water is the only water bottled in America that is beyond alkalinity. That means it has alkaline which there's a science that's undeniable about the benefits of alkaline for your immune system and your body, but it's also infused with negative ions, and that, friends, takes things to a whole other level. Much science behind that as well. Now, I've been drinking this close to two years, and I can tell you this, and this is my personal testimony. In those two years, I've gotten off sodas. I don't even want them anymore. I don't crave them. All I drink exclusively is real water. I might drink a Perrier once in a while with dinner. But real water is what I drink. It quenches my thirst. It hydrates me. It makes me feel great. But it, I believe, has helped me because I used to be notorious for getting sinus infections and ear infections. And since I've been drinking real water, I got a feeling it's something to do with the ions and the alkalinity because I have yet to have a sinus infection or an ear infection. Now, that's my personal testimony, and I'm sticking to it because it's the truth. But real water does work, and it's good, and you need to put good into your body, especially when you're wanting to build your immune system. So do me a favor. Go to drinkrealwater.com and take advantage of the Steve Sanchez special. That's four five-gallon bottles of water for $20 delivered to your office or your home. That's right, $20. That's it. All you do is go to drinkrealwater.com, ask for the Steve Sanchez special. You can put that at checkout, get that order started, or you can be old school like me. Give them a call on Monday. Call them now. Say, look, I want that Steve Sanchez special. Now, you can also pick up real water at Terrible Hearse when you're putting your next uh, fill-up of gasoline. It's always there in the cold section. You can pick it up at Costco, Sprouts, Trader Joe's. DrinkRealWater.com. Check that out tonight. They're birthed in Las Vegas. And you know how important it is for me to, well, support local business. DrinkRealWater.com. They're the sponsors of this half hour. Let's go ahead and get right back. To our busy calls, full lines, be patient with me. It's Friday. Sue, he, you're up next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. Happy Friday. How you doing? Very good. Thank you. We, we, are, we are in a war, and we're in a war with Satan. He is roaming our streets. He's roaming our world, and he's killing us. I really feel we're going, we're going to be facing the rapture very soon. It just feels like it. It's uh, the air, the electricity, and just all that's going on. Just look at what's going on in our country. I tell you the truth. I live down by Charleston. I was out in the streets today in my car driving, went into the neighborhood. And my car was accosted by a dark-skinned gentleman who's absolutely crazy. I had to just pull around, drive around him, and say, oh, my God. I I don't know what's going to happen now. Are these people going to be coming into our neighborhoods? Are they going to be burning down our homes? Well, I'm going to tell you what's happening. I appreciate the call. Um, What's happening is you've got the mainstream media promoting a black versus white, which I'm not about. 
And sadly, you've got the Black Lives Matter, who are domestic terrorists and anarchists, which I believe, and the Antifas uh, that are also. And if you want to throw in the alt-right that are neo-Nazis, they are too, just so everybody feels warm and fuzzy that I throw everybody under the bus equally, which I do. I have no room for racism. I have no room for depravity. I have no room for people innocently getting hurt. And I certainly have no room, no room for this accelerate, elevate, and promote one race and tear down another. Well, they've been doing that. I don't care about they. This country has progressed since the civil rights movement. There is no such thing as systemic racism. There's individual racism, sure. Of course, I've said that over and over. I won't deny that, but you have that, well, in every color in the crayon box. It's just not regulated to one color white. White, black, brown, purple. People that have a heart issue have a racist issue but this idea of systemic racism is what i call the spirit of stupid steve sanchez hanging out with you busy busy night full lines i apologize i've gone long but you're important to me and usually on friday we like to do this open mic stuff so i'm i'm allowing people to speak as much as i can but you're gonna have to be patient we got top of the hour news next when we come back in hour two I'm going straight to the calls, and then, of course, we're going to talk a little bit about the Republican National Convention and President Trump's speech last night. Don't go away.